Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. What day is it? Hi, you're a beautiful human, and uh, I showered today. Please leave your congratulations below. I'm sending love to your mom, to your friends, to you. Trying to keep you fed. This video, by the way, is sponsored by Arizona State University. If after all this you're thinking about going back to school, ask yourself the following question. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits that you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of those questions, Arizona State University could be for you. Arizona State University is offering 200, over 200. Highly ranked degree programs, totally on your time, on your schedule, and online. You don't need to go to campus. You can do it from your home, like we're doing literally everything else right now. Seriously, if you want to learn more information, text Zach to 35517. Knowledge is power. Learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal is ranking ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates. And get this, 87% of graduates are recruited for gigs, for real jobs, within 90 days. Learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive. With Arizona State University, text Zach to 35517. We're going to put a link in the bio. Five seconds of summer. That is why we're here hanging out right now. And my quarantine playlist consists very heavily of their brand new album, Calm. You should have listened to it by now if we're hanging out. But if you haven't, link in the description. What is your favorite song from the album? Let me know in the comments. Mine is Wildflower and Old Me. It's just so good. Okay, let's relive the past. Our favorite moments from five seconds of summer, hanging out on our couch. Let's do this. Okay, I will then. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I will for the remainder of the uh, of the interview. I feel like I've. Oh gosh. Yeah, maybe not. You know, I'll, I'll throw a few like yeah, first thing that pops in the head. We'll Why see. Not? Okay, got it. No, Astro, not into that. I am definitely not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that I would have. <laughs> nope. <laughs> How are you doing? Me? Yes, you. Doing good. I sat at the front, didn't I? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Obviously ready to speak. You have a lot to talk about with this record. No, I, I don't actually. I'm enjoying everyone speaking more these days. It's been nice. Yeah. I feel like I used to speak too much. Do you... Does somebody tell you to shut up or does no. that just naturally happen? Uh, yeah, my hey. subconscious. Okay, got it. <laughs> it's like, calm it down, dude. Yeah, yeah, Other people up. need to talk. Let somebody else say And down. I like that. What do you guys got to say for yourselves? Callum actually just told you to shut up. I was just yeah. saying, hey, shut up. Hey, shut up. <laughs> hey, shut up. Hey, shut up. Um, Before you go into the studio to create this next, you know, chapter in your journey, do you study what else is out there? Do you see what else is streaming and what's being played on the radio? There's different people in the band that have different kind of approaches towards evolving. Um, whereas for me, I always go back in time. Because uh, music repeats itself just in yeah. certain types of ways, especially songwriting wise. Um, so I was looking for, you know, even concept wise, I go back in time to like the 50s, etc. Um, but then, you know, Michael's good at paying attention to where stuff's at at the moment. Um, and that's why it's a collaborative process in a band. I mean, you need guys who pay attention to different things and guys who respect different parts of music that you don't necessarily uh, at sure. the same level. Are you more proud of the music you put out over the last few months than ever before? Uh, I think it's very uh, ambitious and forward thinking. I don't know. I mean, it's difficult because, like, obviously at the moment, I'm so proud of Teeth and you got to stand behind that. And I do, like, with everything. But, you know, with the, it's not like I hate our earlier stuff. It's like at the time, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, mm -hmm. we're in a band and this is so, and this is, like, so fun. And I love, love the music we're making. But looking back, you know, I was, 16 i'm 20 
two. Three, three now. You're 23. Jesus Christ, that did not look good. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, but it's like you're a different person than you were back then. So it's not like you don't like it. But I'm definitely more proud in this very moment of teeth than I am of, you know. Yeah. Don't mm. stop. It's different perspectives that you have over yeah. time. I feel like everything is just relative to where you are now. So I just instantly feel more connected to this music just because it is it i've been living in it for mm-hmm. the last year or so yeah would you say it's the music you always wanted to make yeah of course it is but you know we weren't i don't know we've had to change so many other things in our career in order to even make music like this in the first place like so you it's know, a feat in many ways it's like it's like one piece of like a 12-piece pie that we've kind of mm. had to bake. <laughs> uh, and it pie, takes a while. Metaphors. I like this, yeah. yeah 30, 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> no, it's it's been, you know, it's been great. I mean, we're going through a very liberating period of our career, which is awesome. It and the should. rest of the album that we've made also is just so good. It's like it really helps, like, shape the direction of where we're at right now and it's hard to get across when when we're like talking to people about it because there's only two songs out right now but the rest of the record just lays these like insane foundations that just make so much sense with where we're at right now there's no five seconds of summer without the four of you Totally. Do, do mm-hmm. you agree with that statement? It, yes. It, you need the four <laughs> of you? It's like, no, definitely. I don't agree. I actually... <laughs> no, I think Callum is... <laughs> 100%. No. Disposable member. And it's been like that, you know, it's been interesting because it's been like that since we since we first started this group like seven That's... and a half years ago. It was always like mm. the four of us are what create this dynamic and whatever it is f***ing works. But that's why know? we're still together because we realize yeah. that like this is just, this is awesome. And, and, and that it takes you a lot of up and downs in your in your creative life to understand that mm. like you're not mm. going to recreate this with anyone else this is this is a yeah this is a great great band to be in and i feel like a lot of the times sometimes i'll look around and in whatever situation we're in i'm like i feel so lucky to be actually in the group it's it's awesome you guys are all musical people. You all lend vocals to the records and to the live performances, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, your story is, it really fascinates me because I, I was making radio around the time that you guys were forming back in 2011. You were making YouTube videos. It started the three of you, mm-hmm. right? I, I was watching we were, some... We were awful. <laughs> I, I, I watched a lot of like your first videos, like when you were first naming the band. Oh God! It was five seconds summer was an original. It wasn't five seconds of summer. In, you know what? It was actually. It probably was that at some point, but before that, it was even worse names. Like I think everyone had a band called Stuck in Reverse, and it was that for a while. I was in that band, but it was a different band. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I sorry, I had to watch that. But uh, <laughs> how do you feed the beast while keeping your integrity intact i think putting faith and putting your music first rather than the uh attention span of the audience is important you need to like yeah this is awesome i love this music i made I'm, i'm two years 200 steps ahead and i've got plans and i'm ready to do this for a while not like kind of doing things on the fly too much and getting throwing it over saturated yeah. yeah it's almost like with teeth like we love it as a band so much and it's so cool for us. And, it, like, it could, I don't know how to say it with that. Like, it's, it could do 
nothing or it could be the biggest song ever and it kind of there wouldn't be any sort of feeling of oh we got to move on to the next or mm-hmm. this is like not a this is a yeah, failure it's because it's, it's a great song either way creatively mm. like satisfying it has to fulfill you yeah i always say that like it has to be a hit just for you it's like do i love this i love this cool now other people can because otherwise i'd sit in here all nervous like yeah i know it's not that good but it's doing well <laughs> so <laughs> Have you felt like a record? Uh, have you felt I that felt way like towards that. a record? I felt like that before. I in the felt, studio? Uh, I don't know. But I felt unsure. And when you're unsure, then I don't know. That's kind of not where you want to be no, you standing. Don't, you can't be unsure about something that's going to be attached to you for, <laughs> yeah. for the rest yeah. of your days. Yeah. I, yeah. If we're unsure, I wouldn't be in uh, leather leather jeans right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd yeah. be like I'd be like in like regular jeans. Yeah. Like, I don't know about this song, but I'm like in here. Teeth is dope. Love it. The band loves it. These pants. <laughs> I I think about it a lot because of the Australian mentality and and what is that? Well, we come from a pretty hardened background. We're very working class, um, and I think that's a lot of the reason why we fought our way out of where we were from. And the only way out was being in a band. We didn't really want to do. We don't want to be tradesmen or anything. And 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 that path is is fine. But we were artistic musician types, and that was a rare thing where we're from. We're from like kind of farmland you and i mm. nothing not much to do out there <laughs> um, but and that was what grew our mentality to begin with and that stuck by us just that that work hard and, and and you know for ourselves and for our band and everybody around us we just try and improve everyone's lives you know um and that's what it's been all about it's it's a pretty basic moral code that it's stands a, with the band that's the motivation some of it yeah and then I don't know. It, it definitely changes. This LA is interesting. I we love making music here, and I've met some definitely. really fascinating people here. But I think LA is a test in itself. If you do what we do, it's like if you can stay healthy and get your keep your mind right here, and and overcome personal challenges and and become a better version of yourself. Mm. Inevitably, a lot of people become the worst version of themselves here. So it's mm-hmm. it's like uh, I would call it like a level. Um, you know, like uh, you level up, yeah. You kind of <laughs> in this video game, yeah. You kind of <laughs> level up in in your life, your whole life, and then I think this city is one of them. When you do, when you're a musician or an artist, I think you need to overcome your own demons, other people's demons, and come say. out on top. But then Ashton came in and kind of was like, "You guys have like something cool. We could make something cool." Uh, and kind of like dadded us and like made everything kind of happen. I was the record label before the record label. <laughs> yeah, because we were just like, hang- I was like a couple years older. It was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Record we label. were just like messing about. You guys back. are going to be stars. <laughs> <laughs> the video is dark. Yeah, I like that. That's the name of the album. D- dark AF? <laughs> what a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what to call it, though. The album? We're, yeah, we're still thinking about you it. You got any ideas? Uh, I gotta hear the songs. I, I don't know if it should be like a you should take one of the song titles and use that as the album title, mm. or if it should be like a book and it gets its own title. Oh, like the Adventures of yeah, yeah. <laughs> five <laughs> four best friends with we'll uh, name five seconds of summer. Thank you for the idea. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, it needs like a t- like it needs yeah. a title, or it could be you know reflective of a song. Mm. See, I I think that we did the song title. We yeah, did we the song yeah, title we, one on the lost it. album, yeah, so it needs it. to be something. Separate. I want it to be like Back in Black or something. It um, needs to be like the fourth album, like stamp, like there. This is the shit that you listen to from us forever. Forever. Is it hard for four guys to agree on one title? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really hard. A lot of group texting. 
Young Blood was relatively easy. That was pretty yeah, easy. Kind true. of, but then remember when they came in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was and horrible. And then, I mean, first, I don't know if you know the story of the first record, but it was in like 2014, and we were in a, we were in a Viano on the way to like a regional radio regional radio Lincoln tour in the UK, in the UK. <laughs> and our manager who's sitting right there on the end there, he always gets roped into he, he always gets roped into this and he puts his head in the car and he goes hey guys uh so we have to in a couple hours decide on the album name what do you think and we're all sitting in the viola we take out our headphones we're like what but he's like you gotta you have to like decide the album name we need to let them know in like a couple hours we were like, what? You need, you need to do it in like a panicked <laughs> English accent, though. Yeah. Guys, we need the album right, right now. We need, we need, we need the album title right now. And then we were like, I don't know, self-title it, I guess, because that's the best we can come up with right now. And then there we go. Pretty bang. And then he showed me the album cover. I was like, F- it looks bland as hell. <laughs> so he handed me a sharpie. If you look at the album cover, I literally just drew f- on it. Just shopping over. Like it was a. There we go. It, album. We, we were so Send it to out the of masses. our depth at that time. We were like, it was crazy. You have time now to figure it out. I don't know. I think we we're do. pre-prepared now. You're too prepared. Yeah. At what point do you hit that wall of like, there's only so much we can do. Like if we're gonna like use your album as it's kind I, of like we, a yeah. gauge. Sorry, I I I think it was at a point where we were on the second album, and. I think at the end of the second record, after we made it and we went on tour, when we came back into the studio to write more music for the for the last record or for the third one, um, I remember the first maybe like couple of writing sessions that we did and, and actually trying to write new music for another album, there were a couple times where we were like, oh, no, we shouldn't use that because it's a synth and we only want to play guitar. And I remember all of us kind of collectively thinking like, why are we bothering with having those expectations of not being able to put things on a song just because it's a specific type of instrument? You know, when it, when in reality, it doesn't matter what type of instrument you use because it's just about what it sounds like. It doesn't matter of if it's like, oh, no, we shouldn't use that in a song because it's a synth and synths are lame. It's, and, it's and the it's, stigma and, attached yeah, to it. Synths and, are lame. And, and so it was like breaking yeah. out of that and becoming comfortable with just like whatever sounds good is like gonna be good and i think we were in that box and it was just but breaking out of that box is it fear i mean there, there's real fears as to why you wouldn't want to break out of the box because you know you're looking at past success that's you, there's like a formula i guess that is built whether it's done on purpose or not it just kind of forms over time so you don't want to really there is some sort of nerves like yeah. tapping out of that but mm. but then what well, after that after we had that discussion like because obviously that that box that uh, we're talking about was kind of in our heads the first two albums, and of course we're gonna always we're a rock band at heart, even though we're in a pop space. Um, but then when we had a song, we always talk about we had a song like in an album like Young Blood. It's like oh wow, this is actually all of the parts that we love, like all the synthesizers and all that stuff worked in a big um, pop space, and it was like kind of like a foot like a door was like you know smashed wide open and it was like we can like do anything we want to do on this next album and kind of follow that similar trajectory yeah i i I feel like it's almost i mean this we always hit this with every album that we've ever done it's it's almost the natural evolution of the individual artists within the band and there needs to be when you're creating a record there needs to be a sense of naivety to it you need to have 
an open mind towards it, and that's what I feel like everyone in this band has, and that's why I feel like this band will have will create longevity for itself. Um, and as soon as we repeat the same record twice, I think that's when the band will evaporate <laughs> and crumble. What is the room like when you guys are writing? Do you does it start with one? Story that somebody comes with one one focus and then everybody adds when, when you're a songwriter your Songs are gifts in my head and you and you receive them in different ways. Everyone's different. Everyone's mind works different, but I know for for me um, I just hear the chords and the song in general at all at once it all comes together in my head And I try articulate it to the band because there's different kind of uh, musical parts that need to be you know played with each band member's personality. So we put that together, but everyone hears a new song differently. It's it's comes in comes in different different mm. ways. But you're coming with chords, so you're not coming with lyrics, right? Yeah, <laughs> lyrics it's, well what I'm saying is I like in my head I'll hear a fully formed chorus or song or oh, something. Wow. And then and then, you know, try articulate it to 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 make the song. Yeah. Mm, kinda depends on the day. Like sometimes you just come in uh with like a, something that you need that you want or need to write about <laughs> concept or lyrical wise and then sometimes it's like chords or a melody so it kind of depends but mm -hmm. yeah mm. does but, it everybody have their role in the room uh not necessarily but everyone has their strengths and weaknesses and having written with these guys for i don't know six seven years um we kind of know the roles we play um so, for example, if I'm struggling with a lyric, Ashton's really good with lyrics, so I'll, I'll be like, can you take this away for 10 minutes and yeah. break your magic? Or, like, as well, like, um, as a collaborative experience, I know that I write best um, or fastest as well if Callum's playing piano um, and I go in and it's just me and him for a second. Or I know I write best with Luke on guitar. Um, and it's just, like, little things like that. It's And, and I know I write best when my idea kind of doesn't when michael doesn't like my idea i fight for him to like my idea and then it turns out great which is the weirdest like you find out these little things that you know are yeah. work best songwriting wise are you then inspired by the fact that your relationship yeah, is falling no, no that, it sucks yeah but then you get songs like teeth you, you know it wasn't an easy time you can't live like is it that. worth it <laughs> it's not a good way to live. is it worth it uh yes you but you get that about oh jesus christ <laughs> test the pop you get that balance though, and I haven't figured it out yet. You good, dude? No, I'm not, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Ashton, as the drummer, it doesn't seem like the drums are as heavy on this as they used to be. No, which is cool. Yeah, you you like you that? Know, yeah. But the groove is stankier. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that. I think I think the most important thing on this album is us growing as musicians. Is we're always serving the song. It's never. It's never because it's not because of angst or teenage angst anymore, which is, <laughs> which, is, yeah. which which uh, which our second record was. We were pissed off that people didn't think we could play our instruments, so we released basically a progressive rock album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, Showed them, yeah, yeah. Which oh yeah, I guess some people were just like, uh, I like the first stuff better actually. <laughs> um, Whatever. But we love that second album. It's just. This is a natural progression for us, and it feels right. Uh, how would you describe that next sound step? I mean, it's focusing on being smart about the guitars, and and uh, it's it's more of um, a growth songwriting wise. 
when you guys are trying out new sounds, do you consider what your fans would like, or do you guys just do it, you know, you like, and then hope it works? We, I feel like... Um, we have a balance. Yeah, we obviously always keep our fans in mind. Maybe more after we've started something. I feel like you never want to just stop something and be like, oh, this won't work because our fans won't like it. I feel like mm. we definitely had more confidence after the last album um, being like, this is we love this and this was awesome we're so proud we can stand behind this um in our 20s which is difficult to do when you were you know a teen a teenage band it's a difficult thing to even overcome um yeah we keep our fans in mind you know lyrically but it's 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 a difficult question to answer Um, yeah as an artist you can't live like that though you can't worry all the time or be scared or have so much fear i mean it's just a waste of time because that's why that that dulls the brilliance of the position we've been lucky enough that the fans put us in so it's like uh you you honor that by exploring your ability hopefully and and inevitably um pleasing the people that like you it starts with you because they like you for you hopefully i i think so (laughs) i really do (laughs) I think so too. They're they're brilliant. I mean, the the thing I pay attention to is is what they gravitate towards, the type of language they use, and the type of people they follow and idolize. Um, that's actually more important than the way they interact with with us personally. I, I like to see what they what they idolize and what matters to them. And then you, we've been quieter online these days because it's uh, there's a lot of noise and a lot of words flying around. And I think it's important for us to understand. And put our work and in, in, in time and effort into things that are actually sustainable and that they can actually consume as as fans. Mm-hmm. Which is an album. Which is music, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The Charlie Puth, you guys released That actually the... is a coincidence. Okay. We didn't know he was releasing today. I think maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, if you asked him, maybe it was planned from him, but it wasn't planned. I didn't think he would say that. He probably wouldn't say it, but maybe, you know. Just think yeah. <laughs> You know what he was doing. I don't know. It's a quinky dink, as we'd say in Australia. Have you ever heard of that? A coinky dink? <laughs> no, I've never. No. A coincidence. A coinky dink. No, I've heard. It's I've just heard a it. You've heard cuter. that? Oh, yeah. yeah, you've been to that, Australia. That was in a. Yep. That was in a kids yeah. show. Uh, it doesn't matter where it came from. It's brilliant. Coinky dink. What was he so caught up uh, on, the, uh, on the origins of the, of the phrase? Uh, Why can't you just accept it? It's great. Oh, can we get it? Eventually, maybe the next album you'll figure it out more. You'll be like, hey, guys, I'm going to, you know, do this instead of achieve balance. <laughs> I'm going to achieve balance. I don't no know. way. Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> lived as Lincoln, okay, man? Mm-hmm. And he played Lincoln. Shia LaBeouf does that. Real. He I lives. S- he lives Ooh. as Shia LaBeouf. So did the car. We when we that's the we saw him like a couple months ago. He was reading at Sportsman's. Sports no. He got really pissed off at me because he lives. He lives near where I live. He got pissed off street. at you. And yeah, because I was live? driving and I was making a terrible parallel park. Like I was blocking the entire street. <laughs> oh no! And he was just sitting there, probably coming back. I didn't actually realize we had three separate Shia <laughs> We all had different Shia, Shia, Shia accounts. Anyway, he was just like. He was looking at me, and and I actually at some point I rolled down the window, and I was like, "I'm very sorry, Shia LaBeouf, I can't park." And then he went around me. That's ridiculous. That wow. Is ridiculous. Sorry. Watch anyway. out, because the next time he sees you, it might trigger something in him. He might you just have like a random moment of like just anger, and he might start joking. <laughs> so, uh, Shia LaBeouf. What are the other Shia LaBeouf stories? Just well, see, let's see get him into him. Well, where we see him. We was at, we're at a wine bar. It's we weird. Were, it's it's like in... He was uh, studying lines. Yeah. In LA, no one really like 
people like look at me like, oh, but they won't really go up to uh. someone of that caliber for some reason. I mean, some people will. It's just no, you don't want it. Weird, like that's the guy from the Transformers. Like he's you know the that's fourteen the role year old. You think of. That's the role I think of. Oh, holes actually, I think of. Oh, it's like that dude from <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> 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 the guy from Even Steel. He loved holes. <laughs> God, he was. God, he was good in it. He was good. God, you were good. <laughs> your finest work. That's like, that's like someone coming up and being like, "Oh my God, I loved your cover of Justin Bieber when you were 12 <laughs> or something." Yeah, it's a kick of the ball. <laughs> Well, the craziest part is, like, picture being wherever you were at 17 years old, picked up, like, swung around the world six Dude. times. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm nearly 24 now, which is insane. Oh, you're so Whoa, old. You yeah, are, yeah. yeah. No, if you picture, like, where, where, who teaches you how to be... Uh-huh. Nobody does. Uh, no. Yeah. no, you have to learn as you mm. go. Yeah, so we yeah. worked it out in a really, really weird circumstance. And... and, and the four of you probably become stronger in those through those years than anything else. Yeah, right. Totally. You rely on. I mean, were you relying on your families? Do you, did your families go on tour with you? I mean, what, what is that relationship like? Because you're right. You did two global stadium tours, arena shows. Well, you did seven shows in your hometown. If you picture it like this, like, <laughs> sold out. I think if you picture it like this, we did we did One Direction's first big tour. We did their second big tour. And they're not even a band anymore, and we're still going. Yeah. Like yeah. we then we did out two massive tours, and then it's just been like, it's it's touring at that kind of velocity when you're that age is going to mature you real quick. It's also going to make you smart about the music you want to make in the future, and I think that's where the the musical kind of wisdom and influence comes from. Do you rem- do you remember your first arena show? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was we opened for One uh, uh, D at the O two. They had it was it was like ridiculous. We didn't like we knew they were big, but like walking into that, they were playing like ten o twos or something, which is like a massive arena. It's like playing this like Staples Center, yeah, which um, collectively yeah. is like three hundred something thousand people, which is and they were playing matinees like one at lunchtime and then one at dinner. <laughs> it was just like this is like which ridiculous, is unreal. Yeah, it was crazy. I, j- I just remember like right before we went on stage we were like we played it pretty cool before we went on stage we're like yeah we got this like no worries like <laughs> high fives like high fives so all around we're like we're good we get on stage and I think it was like one of the only shows where we've just got on stage and like none of us moved we just like <laughs> stood there and just played the set and then afterwards we were like alright that's done and then <laughs> and then it was like we got like, nine more to go yeah and then it was just like <laughs> let's figure out how to make it good yeah, uh, you wanted to bring up the accents. Oh, because sometimes people talk about you guys losing your accents. Yeah, yeah. all right. Uh, do, you, uh, <laughs> do you hear yourself speaking it's differently? It's impossible to not. It's uh, like we're here every day, and every pretty much every person I know is American. And uh, yeah. stop giving us some. Well, <laughs> I actually, I actually spoke about this with um, with Ryan Tedder. Yeah, and a lot of um, huh. <laughs> from <laughs> Republic Europe, apologize. Um, um, a lot of young, particularly musical minds, their accents change quick when they're in their adolescence and in younger stages of development. And I think that's what definitely happened to me. My, my accent's all over the place, but I actually enjoy, I'm a bit of a psycho with it, but I enjoy productive communication. I don't like people not understanding what I'm saying. Yeah, it like bugs me. That's the fr- that's the frustrating thing. I yeah. I've tried to ease up on like 
not ease up because it's kind of hard. Like in this interview, I've probably sounded more American than I would if I was, you know, at home just talking because I feel like I want you, I want you, yeah, to myself, (laughs) I want you to understand what I'm saying as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And I want I like yeah. it's even as simple as going to Starbucks and trying to order anything, and they don't understand what you're saying. So you just talk American, yeah. then that is every day in every conversation. So you just kind of put yeah. a bit of a twang on. But also like, being uh, a global band, you think about everybody listening. Yeah, and people don't understand Australian over American. They don't. No, they like if, they're like confused. Like if you're in Italy, where it's a second language, um, or something like or whatever. A third language. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, whatever <laughs> it is, like you American accent is like. They're going to understand State. you Everybody on stage. Everybody gets it. Yeah. yeah. Everybody understands Everyone's seen friends. And, you know? and, and other weird <laughs> stuff. I mean, we had a Danish <laughs> vocal coach when we were very young, and she what? got the Australian accent right out of us. Like, Because <laughs> it's when, when you're singing, a lot of the vowels are – Australian vowels are terrible for singing. Mm-hmm. And you're so young, so you pick things up that yeah. stick with you forever. Yeah. Sponge. Yeah, we man. were sponges. Sponge. Crazy stuff. It's – that's nurture, cool. yeah. <laughs> nurture, man. That's what we're confused with nature. We'll be doing. Hey, stuff. I wasn't even in that cover. I someone, <laughs> someone comes up to us and be like, "Hey, I used to love your band." And you're like, "Cool, thanks." <laughs> they really emphasize that they used don't to. like you anymore, though. I yeah. used to think you used guys to. were so good in high school, like, but now. Do you oh, want yeah, to talk about when this? I was in high school? Sweet. I love. I don't know. We got it. Yeah, it's a therapy session. Make yeah, but- sure we're defining things we should talk about in private. And <laughs> with Zach said, yeah, well, people not liking you—that breaks my heart a little bit. So, yeah, f- them. <laughs> Amen, Zach. How do you channel that? Like, do you kind of rage, like- rage? No. You break- yeah. Sorry, well, I just stored it in my Well, because ultimately, at the end of the day, <laughs> like right. they can say anything they want, but you go no, home they to... I mean, they, they can. How <laughs> do they? Shit. First Amendment. It was honestly just a pet peeve. It's, they not can. Even, it's not really a big issue in my life. I just thought yeah, The it. point being is, you came up to me in the street and said you used to like me. I mean, <laughs> me too. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But it's like... It's that's like, a good, that's it's a good like, line. It's that like, is good. Hey, good me one, too. Man. We got, we got new bops. Check them out. You might be swayed. <laughs> That's the bitch. You turn in the pitchman. Yeah. I used to like you. Hold that thought. Try us again now. My, what about this? I mean, you know. But they used to go, I used to love you when I was like, when I was young. And they're literally 17. Yeah. And they're like, how old are you now? It's like when I, when I was a kid. How old were when you? you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> what, last week? <laughs> when, um, I... You have a feeling, and you got to trust your intuition with things. And I, I felt when I met these guys that we, we should give everything up and do this. And it, I don't know why, and we don't know why. We just felt like that. It's just this thing that we felt, and we hunted, and we chased it down. And we, and it led us to here, you know. Really, you got to watch the video. Who cast those weirdos, dude? Those weirdos. creepy, <laughs> the, the scary people. These who, four right here. That's what I. No, no. Who cast these the, four weirdos? <laughs> <laughs> no, the people uh, who were yeah, touching like your that. arm with the lights. The casting. Yeah. They, they freaked me out. They were awesome. Yeah. They were so suited for that part. Yeah. I guess Tebow, the director. The guy, the dude with the rock hands. Yeah. Yeah. Came yeah. up to me. He goes, Yeah. I know what we're doing here. <laughs> and he goes, you know what we're doing here? I go, what are we doing? We're doing Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I was like, no, we're not. He goes, ah, no, I know what we're doing. <laughs> I know what's going on Oh, here. man, I liked him until I heard He came outside, story. actually, That's at some true. point, and I, I had a really good conversation with him about his dog. 
Um, <laughs> Did he have the he's, he's super nice. He's actually like really great. He, he was, was nice. nice. Buddy was his name. Buddy, yes. <laughs> How did you guys feel when uh, American Apparel went bankrupt and out of business? They had such an impact <laughs> in your lives. Terrible, man. Pretty depressing, man. Um, was it? Terrible. Honestly, the... the, the the thing that get that keeps me up at night is that we didn't. They blew it. We man. did not. <laughs> we did not capitalize on that like, as we should have. We well, they didn't capitalize on it either. And apparently like, not. <laughs> yeah. They had no money to give you. Not even a partnership. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not, nothing. We didn't, so many American apparel underwear signed in that two year period. Not even. A, <laughs> not even a tweet. Nothing. <laughs> 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 That's total like. Oh, we don't you know. Want you know. I heard. I heard that they like purposefully. Don't play that song in their stores. Well, they can't. They're closed now. Well, now. Maybe they should have. Yeah. You know, maybe they should have tweeted. You guys probably gave them so much business, though. Too late. Uh, Oh, we know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Specifically, you are the momager back there, and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) The pink shirt. Ashton, the momager, Owen. Just carry. That's good. I have a lot of questions from them that they want answered. Very passionate. Okay. Um, are you guys still gonna punk jump? That oh. is from Valen. Yeah, we asked ourselves we, that. We thought about it. We had a band meeting a couple of weeks ago, and we're like, do we still punk jump? I think, we, <laughs> I think we do. I think we punk jump, like... Um, Very particularly. Yeah, in, in the songs that we used to punk jump in, I think there'll be a punk jump or two. Seven yeah. years of punk jumping ain't good for your <laughs> What's knees. What's a punk jump? Is it just jumping? Like the... It's not jump. Jump. Maybe legs oh, come oh, apart. Legs. I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. Old okay. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was old school. What well, else you got? This person had a, a whole rundown. I actually took a screenshot, forgot to put their name in it, so sorry about that. Oh. But um, Michael, will your dyed hair ever be seen again? Maybe. <laughs> Ooh. It's mysterious like uh, that. Brooding. Luke's lip ring. No, oh. no, I don't. I don't Love think so. Why do we retire that? Um, it just kept falling out, man. It kept, <laughs> it kept falling out, and then I was not like, good. "I feel like it's not good for like eating." It's. It was. I liked it. I liked it a lot, but you know, it happens. Well, you know, you gotta let. You gotta let go. Snake bites next. It, I'd look. I'd look to like um, homeless if I had long hair and a lip ring. I think. <laughs> I get it. Well, you know. Michael's eyebrow piercing. <laughs> No, it actually it gave me a lot of a lot of uh, skin problems. Is this oh, banned into like body modification? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, the next one. What is- about Ashton's dermals? <laughs> no, we have we have Ashton's curls. What? Well, that never. I mean, I don't know. I, I get so. rid of those. I see a, a curls. If you, if There's they, a big curl at the front. The head grows out. Uh, How about naturally. Callum's blonde highlights? Oh, that, I want that back. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You, you look like you regretted that. Oh, oh, come on. What? Did you regret the blonde highlights? I don't know. Oh, Should he have? What do you think? No, I think it looks good. <laughs> you seem to have yeah. an opinion. <laughs> I just got a vibe from his face, you know? And how about chocolate milk party? What's that? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. That sounds creepy now. That happens when you drink a lot and you, uh, no, I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a mommy and a daddy. Know, that's called delusion. <laughs> uh, that just sounds like something we've said when we were insane. I th- what did you I think you said it? No, I think it was, it was me. It was that's a chocolate It was a very party. famous internet video, man. I was like, rise to the chocolate milk it's, party. Fa- no. There's that one. There's uh, I want to be in the tribe. That's a big one of there's ours. A, there's a lot. Some good memes. <laughs> good five yeah, we're, memes, we're a memeable band. I don't, memeable. I don't know when that was said, but I think it was just us. In a dressing room saying it's a chocolate milk party. Is that nineteen forty two? Uh yeah, it's empty though. Uh, oh sh like to party, huh? Damn, dude. All right. Sometimes people like to bring us gifts. Chill. Really? Uh, no. Yeah. We should have brought you a gift. Is, are you, I know, are you shading us? Are right? you literally <laughs> sending that the, the third time you've Don't been here this year? Like that? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're right. That's, Some, that's, that's our main. I see a bottle of Malibu in the corner as well. Over there. <laughs> What's going on? We have really <laughs> opposite, uh, wide standards. Yeah. That's, uh, 
That's but crazy. I, I want to I clarify that when we got this as a gift, it was already, there's only 25% left of it. Oh, that's really? true. They had Who drank is it, it a gift from? What, a T-Pain? Uh, Ty Dolla Sign? <laughs> no, you ready? Uh, Jack and Jack. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. That's definitely not Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> <laughs> Do they roll around drinking tequila? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Some, wait. Fair enough. Hold on. Jack and Jack came in with a bottle of tequila in their hand and said, hey, you want this? Yes. yes. That's a crazy story. Damn, but then we, they took shots with us. That, oh, okay. That's upsetting. Whoa. Yeah, I, we why, probably won't get to why that Why don't stage. we do anything that cool? I can't hold it together. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I have one right. shot, I want three more. Then okay. we're getting crazy. We can barely hold it together in this interview. And nobody's <laughs> <drinking>. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.